Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Friday, February 3rd. It is six minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So, Rob, I called my dentist and made an appointment for a cleaning. Oh, Called my hairstylist, got an appointment to get my hair done. Mm-hmm. Called the FBI to schedule the search of my house. <laughs> check, check, check. All scheduled. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, that's uh, that's appears to be the way it works now if you are one of the uh, the rich and powerful. Because now apparently uh, Mike Pence is going mm-hmm. to have his home search too. Yeah. And he is, I guess, also uh, in talks with the uh, FBI on a time to uh, to do that. So I guess now if you're, you know, whatever it is, whatever they're investigating, whether it's, uh, you know, firearms or uh, drugs or uh, classified documents or whatever, mm-hmm. you just pick up the phone and say, hey, like in 10 days with that, Does that work that for you? We won't touch nothing, man. It'll all just, yeah. just stay there. Oh, you want to come search my place? Okay, let me check my calendar. We'll pencil you in. So yeah, the FBI expected to search Mike Pence's house in Carmel or his wherever we're calling it. And they're also going to look at his office in Washington, and they're looking for additional classified materials. And, of course, uh, the Pence people have said that they're going to completely cooperate. Well, sure, if they know exactly when they're coming, we're going to tidy up before they get there, before they look around. I mean, it's just another example, and we've seen this with Biden. It's another example of how there are indeed two Americas. There's an America for you, and then there's an America for the rich and powerful. Look, Mike Pence apparently had things he was not supposed to have in his house. People for similar offenses have paid a very big price for that. The same way as Joe Biden, apparently in multiple locations, had things he was not supposed to have. The FBI, as far as I'm aware, didn't coordinate a search at Donald Trump's uh, residency. They didn't give him a heads up that they were coming in. Uh, they didn't let his lawyer, as far as I know, just mosey around the house with them while they were, were doing it. Uh, but apparently, if they like you mm-hmm. or you're one of them... Mm-hmm then they will let you do that. So the next time the FBI shows up at your house, be sure to let them know, hey, you did not make an appointment 10 days in advance. I'm sorry. See how far they get you. You're going to have to call back later. So apparently the documents that were at Pence's house were labeled as lower level classification and they did not have sensitive compartmented information or special access program marking. Doesn't matter, Casey. You know why it doesn't matter? And we've been very clear on this. I expect that everybody from Dan Quayle to Dick Cheney to, uh, well, we know Biden did, uh, has classified documents of some sort or something they're not supposed to have technically in their home. Not judging anyone because of that, because when you're moving all those things, it probably happens and it's probably not not intentional. But when you go on national TV, mm-hmm. whether you are Joe Biden or you are Mike Pence, and you make some definitive holier-than-thou statement to try to score political points, and Pence and Biden both did it for the same reason. Don't kid yourself. They both did it to score political points against Donald Trump. Then I don't have any tolerance for you having the thing at your home because you went out and said, no. No. Of course. That's terrible that he has those documents. Mm -hmm. What a bumbling buffoon. 
those guys made their own bed and now they should have to sleep in it. The problem is when you're cut from the same cloth, which by that I mean the establishment Washington cloth, which Biden and Pence both are, nothing will happen to them. And you get to pick when they come in. Well, you know what's interesting is it's being reported that these documents at Pence's place were called lower level. That's more information than we've received on any of the Biden searches. That's a really good point. Uh, Why why are they telling us what they found at Pence's but not at Biden's place? And you know what? Something we haven't talked about is that the FBI actually went to the Penn-Biden Center on November 2nd. Yes. And that was not reported until just recently and it's not clear what the fbi found there this was before the midterms the doj was already looking into a criminal investigation from the beginning and what triggered them to look back on november 2nd yeah that's a that's a great question and unfortunately we're not getting answers to those questions and i don't think we're going to get answers based on how when joe biden was asked about that by reporters mm-hmm. he just said bah and sh- special counsel waved what? his hand and walked away um some audio cringe on pierre had a press conference yesterday and she said something casey uh that i don't think anyone believes and it is just amazing to me how these people can lie with a straight face to not just the people in the room but mm-hmm. they know it will be reported to the entire world. So they are essentially with a straight face lying to the entire world. K- uh, Cringe on Pierre claims she has not talked to Biden about 2024. Um, you know, I have not had that conversation with the president. I'm going to be, you know, very honest with you. I've not talked to him about 2024. Is that something that uh, we can do from here? And I'm sure you will hear a lot more uh, from the president, uh, uh, you know, moving forward. But I- so she's going to be very honest with you on that one, which I guess, does that mean then she's not normally being right. very honest with you? By the way, Casey, telling someone you're going to be very honest with mm-hmm. them is just like the people who claim they don't listen anymore or they've stopped listening. You're the one who listens the most normally. It also means that you're probably not being very honest with someone if you have to tell them you're being very honest with them. Okay, so we, you know, we've heard from Biden. He's been saying for a while that he intends to run and he's in good health now. And if he's in good health then, that he will run again. And he said on November 9th, and it's important that you pay attention to that date, November 9th, I think everybody wants me to run, but we're going to have discussions about it. On November 2nd, a week before he said that, his house in Wilmington was searched and he knew it. The FBI went on November 2nd and he said on November 9th, I think everybody wants me to run. Jill and I are going to sneak away between Thanksgiving and Christmas, sneak away and clean up and have that discussion. Uh, Cringe on Pierre also uh, was kind of to remind us that the uh, never ending open checkbook for Ukraine will not be ending anytime soon with our partners and allies uh, to really help Ukraine in every way that we can. Uh, Look, we're seeing what's happening. You all are reporting on it uh, very courageously in what's happening uh, in Ukraine. And we are going to continue to help Ukraine in any way that we can. So it's never stopping. Whatever it is, 40 billion or whatever we've given them, it's the printed money, obviously. I thought we we weren't going to have an open checkbook for this. Weren't we told that? This won't be an open checkbook. Casey, it appears that they have forgotten they said that because it it does appear in that statement. I mean, what are we getting for the money, right? That is my question. In any investment that you make in your personal life, you are looking at whether whether it's an investment actually in the stock market or an investment in something in your home or an investment in your kids or whatever, you are evaluating – 
what am I getting? I'm spending X. What is the return, which is Y? And is Y worth the expenditure of X? We have no idea. None. And there's nobody, including the Republicans in the House right now, at least anybody with the voice or a unified voice, demanding that we know. All I want to know is we've spent all this money. What did we get for it? And what would have happened if we hadn't spent it and not Russia would have won the war against Ukraine? Because that's not true. You can't prove that. Give me definitive like any business would. We spent this. Here's what we got back for it. And here is how it prevented Russia from winning the war in Ukraine. I'm not even debating whether we should be involved in there because I don't think we should be involved, period. But if we're going to be involved, at least tell me how my money is getting spent and what the return on on my printed money, Mm -hmm. which is making everything more expensive for me at the store. Tell me what I'm getting. And we can't get that. Yeah, no, we're, we're not getting an audit, although a lot of people are saying that there should be one. Fox News recently did a survey about this, and they said just over half of American voters think Ukraine is winning the war against Russia. And they went on to ask about the financial contribution that America is giving, and eight in 10 Democrats back continuing financial and weapons support at 79%, whereas Republicans and independents they were at 51 and 55% Casey, respectively. Let's talk about, I'll ask this question out loud because, well, I don't care. So whatever. Um, and I'm sure people will hate me, but it, it doesn't matter. Let, let's play this out for us as Americans, right? As America, as a sovereign nation. Let's say we had done nothing and Russia had won that territory that they had sought from the beginning and continues to be contested territory. How would that have impacted us? I'm asking the question for me as an American citizen and an American taxpayer. How would that have impacted me? What? What? I mean, I'm serious. I mean, this is the question that our elected officials should be asking. Well, we don't like Russia, so. Well, there's lots of people we don't like. Mm-hmm. We're not funding full-fledged military contests against them. If Russia had just walked in there and won the thing. How would that have impacted me as a taxpayer? I don't think it would have impacted me at all. I don't think there's anything you'd say, well, Rob, you will pay more for, or this will be that much more. I'm already paying more because you choked off the deal we had for the energy with Russia. So I'm certainly paying more because we're in the conflict. I'm asking what would have been a negative impact on me as an American if we had just done nothing. Why is no one asking that question? Yeah. Uh, Russia made a mistake by letting it go when the USSR fell. I mean, if they wanted it, then they should have held on to it. Well, again, and and I'm not saying it's right that they're going in and doing it, but we are not the world's policemen. Mm -hmm. I heard that the whole time Bush was president. We are not the world's policemen. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't. And from the left, who's no cheerleading the thing in Ukraine? We should not be in Iraq. We should not be here. We should not be. Okay, great. We can finally agree on something. And then the left just changes the rules because I still have no idea how my life, my life, which that is your job, as a as a an elected official in this country is to protect the interest of US taxpayers to per, to vote on the thing that is best for US taxpayers. I know my life has gotten more expensive because we have engaged in this war mm-hmm. and we have engaged in decisions negative to Russia, but how would my life have been worse off if we had not gotten involved at all? Have you seen what Trump has said on this? He came out, I believe it was yesterday, and he said that uh if he were president, Russia would have never invaded, which I agree with. But now he's saying that if he were president, it would be over within 24 hours. Why can't he just go in there now in good faith as a concerned American citizen, not a foreign asset, 
and negotiate that now if he's on such good terms with Putin. Well, because technically that's uh, unless you're John Kerry, who he does that, and he didn't get in trouble. But technically, that's uh, could well, be construed as violating U.S. law. You're not just allowed to just arbitrarily go in and broker deals unless you're acting no, on behalf no, of an not, administration. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't don't do it on an official capacity. But if you, hey. But that, that's, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're saying he would be a foreign asset Well, then. I'm saying if you are looking for a reason to once again try to throw Donald Trump in jail, again, unless you're John Kerry. Now, he does that and he gets away with it. But no, that would not be a that would not be a. That would not be good for Donald Trump to do that. <laughs> but and but he but the, and we gotta get to a break. But the reality is he can't solve it in twenty four hours. Once it starts, you can't unstart it. Right. Right. It, okay. it, so the key is to not allow it to start. But one thing I did want to ask you about, Casey. It's just frustrating that he he could only do it if he were president. Well, he couldn't do it if he was president. But I do agree with you that it would never probably have happened if you were president. Anyway, Casey, I have a question when we come back. Okay. About how you as a woman feel about watching a man eat soup. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Because we have some audio that I never knew about how women feel about men eating soup. And Mm -hmm. I have to ask if this is a universal woman thing or this one woman is just completely off base. All right. It's Kendall Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Oh, baby, you know what I like. 22 minutes after 10. It's Kennelly Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this hour, Apple. They have suffered their first quarterly sales decline in four years. Wow. And we're going to get into that. It was earnings day yesterday when all the companies had to report how much they earned or didn't earn in this case. Apple, of course, uh, slightly falling. And uh, we've got more on that later in the show. Also trending, Australia, they're removing the British monarchy from their money. Instead, uh, they will feature indigenous design rather than images of King Charles III. Well, okay, so I'm torn on this because, uh, you know, anytime you get Prince Charles off anything... (laughs) <laughs> or the royal family off anything, that's probably a win. But I'm guessing, like you said, they're not, you know, like great Australian heroes are not going on their money. Yeah, no, it's just going to be a design. Oh. And finally, trending, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Open Table has ranked them as the most romantic restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I guess I could see that. It's also, I mean, what are they going by cost or like uh, environment or? Uh... They analyzed over 13 million reviews yeah. and found that St. Elmo Steakhouse was the best. You know how I knew my wife was going to be the Romantic one, Casey? Steakhouse, you know she how didn't I, want to go there? You know how I, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, our first Valentine's Day together, I made her make me a steak uh-huh. and she did it and she did it happily. She yeah. knocked it out of the park? Oh, she was so excited to make me a steak. And I said, if that's. All, if that's all the effort I got to put in on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. let's go. Okay. Well, uh, steak a lot different than soup. Did you have soup? Uh, th- okay. So this, Kevin, you are the world traveler. How do you say this woman's last name? I think it's Bonnie Wits. Bonnie Wits? B-A-N-I-E-W-I-C-Z. Mm-hmm. Close enough. That's way better than I could do. So we're going to go with <laughs> Caroline Bonnie Wits. And if that's not how you say your last name, I'm sorry, you're not famous enough that I would know your last name, and I was not putting the effort in to like, do nine Google searches to find a pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, she works for Barstool, mm-hmm. and she 
had this take on soup and about men eating soup, and I've never heard this before. Let's listen and then discuss. Soup is for women. Men cannot eat soup. It's way too girly. You're going to take a little spoon and put it up to your little lips, and you're going to swallow a tiny little spoon. You're going to swallow a teaspoonful of food. It's weird. It's wrong. Men should not have soup ever. It's weird. It's not manly. You need to eat only meat at all times with your hands. It's just odd. Soup is weird. It's weird like that. It's water. Hot take. I've never heard that before, ever. Okay, now I that men eat, should not eat soup. No, I not either. And I guess there's different types of soup, right? Well, because sure. there is soup that you would. It is basically broth that you would mm-hmm. indeed. Donnie, Donnie, you ever heard that men should not eat soup? Donnie Burgess from the newsroom. I've never heard this, and God forbid we enjoy a little bit of substance uh, for ourselves. Thanks. And Donnie's mm-hmm. a very reasonable person, mm-hmm. so Donnie's not some radical on either side. Okay, very good. So I've never heard this before, Mm-mm. and there's different types of soup, right? There's well, like sure. there's a hearty soup, yeah, like a you know, yeah, like a goulash. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they serve that at your stew. Russian deli that you go to, Kevin. I think they do. Yeah, thank you. I, I was going to kind of go with a beef stew or a vegetable mm-hmm, stew. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I eat chili all the time. The canned yeah. chili, which is a very manly stew. Yeah. I think this lady. I think this lady's way off on this. I, I think I, she's full of crap. Yeah, I, I think, think she's she coming up with excuses or just finding things to complain about to cover up a deeper issue mm-hmm. that she has with men. And look, I forgot if you like eating. Like if, again, if you're <laughs> eating a nice steak, just simply ripping it apart and eating it with your bare hands is being disrespectful. To so like again, you went to St. Elmo's. Mm-hmm. Clearly, somebody put a lot of effort into making that steak. Right. Even at the Applebee's, where. I afford, am able to afford a steak. <laughs> Nobody put some effort into making that steak. Just simply just ripping it apart with your hands is disrespectful to the people who yeah, made it. Yeah, we are not savages. No, eat what you want. I mean, <laughs> chicken soup, one of the healthiest soups around. It's got anti-inflammatory properties. Yeah! It's high in vitamins like A, B6, and C. Of course, any soup with carrots has property in it for men. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, that's which right. Which improves... Quality. Oh, I thought you were. She was starting to make the motion on the YouTube. I thought you were going to start doing something with your hips there. Uh, uh, now, uh, now, now she's making it with her finger, right? You know, like she. Can I say you, it? Did you see? Okay, the, I can say it. Um, cooked carrots helps improve sperm quality. Why would you not be able to say that? That's very valuable information. That, is that a scientific thing or is that a thing like you no, come a, up with? No, that's a scientific thing. Oh, okay. yeah, you can't keep rich that in from antioxidants the and vitamin E. So if you're a dude and you want soup, get some with some carrots. You know, you know what else also that is true. Yeah, you, I think I've heard that. You know what also improves sperm quality? What? And this is what I've heard. I don't know if it's true. Is listening to Donnie Burgess do the news. <laughs> oh boy, that's where we're gonna go, huh? I have heard that it's very emasculating though for a man to drink out of a straw. That's a totally different conversation oh, for come another on. day. We've got voicemails coming up from 93 WIBC. Yes, they belong to only me. It is 10.32. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'd like to point out that it is the day the music died day. Mm. 64 years ago today, Richie Valens, Buddy Holly, the big bopper, tragically passed away in the plane crash. So we're playing all of their music today. Yes. I know. Sorry, I forgot about Rupert Holmes. Yeah, everybody was, always forgets about Rupert Holmes. I was supposed Holmes, to play Kevin. that for the uh, voicemails. It's okay. I can't wait until you get to every day from Buddy Holly. That'll be my fave. That's why we made Answering Machine our voicemail song, because everyone always forgets about Rupert That's our phone number if you'd like to contribute with your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks. What do we have today? All right. We got uh, somebody here who had a decent idea. It was kind of interesting. Let's play his call and then we'll discuss. I 
never listened to the show. I actually uh, got this phone number at the uh, Applebee's men's room, and uh, weird thing, there was a guy in there with good hair passing out stickers. <laughs> That's a different story, though. But actually, we all know how much Rob loves deep cuts, and I found a deep cut by one of his favorites, John Mayer, called I'm on Fire, covered by his man, Bruce Springsteen, oh. and I just wanted to see if maybe there was something we could actually agree on. Well, you know my opinion uh-huh. of Mayor. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Um, because here's the thing. Here's when I started disliking John Mayer. When that My Body is a Wonderland mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. came out. I don't know. I was a senior in high school or freshman in college, whatever it was. And that's how all the women believed that their boyfriends should be. Mm-hmm. Even if you were like a college kid who made, you know, $7 an hour working at the local radio station. They believe that you should be a full-time student. You should make $7 an hour trying to get into a very hard business to get into. And then you should dedicate your whole life to the woman and your whole relationship should be like my body is a wonderland. So ever since then, he made it very hard for regular people to get ahead in the dating game. And so I've had a grudge with John Mayer. Wasn't that song about Jessica Simpson? I don't know who it was about. You know what it did though? It made it very hard for me, Casey. <laughs> I think it was about Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston? Was okay. That it? it was about somebody, somebody famous that yeah. he was dating. One of his many girlfriends. Yeah, he's had a few famous yeah. girlfriends. He went through a lot of them. So this, the, he bothers me, but uh, <laughs> uh, I am intrigued. I was intrigued enough that he did cover a Bruce Springsteen song, which I don't think I knew he did. So let's take a listen and then we'll 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 compare thoughts. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave all alone? Got a bad desire. Oh, I'm on fire. Tell me, pretty baby, is it good to you? Can you do the other things that I do now? Can take you high. Oh, I'm on fire. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I like John Mayer's singing. I mean, yeah. He's, he's got a nice voice. Yeah, excellent singer, excellent guitar player. Oh, great guitar player, yeah. What, what's the problem here? Uh-oh. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that song, mm-hmm. if you actually understand the song, mm-hmm. is about a guy's inner pain. Yeah. And I never, ever, ever can imagine John Mayer in his entire life with all his money and his rock and roll lifestyle and his various well-assembled girlfriends has ever felt felt a hint of inner pain and has never actually understood what that guy is feeling in that song. And so he doesn't really exude the inner pain that the song is actually about. Yeah, he does kind of sweeten it up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know. I, John Mayer's the type of guy who causes pain. Yeah, no, you're right. That's it. He's <laughs> yeah. caused me pain for 20 plus years, Casey. <laughs> you're right. He's been causing men pain for 20 plus years because women believe that their relationships and their marriages and everything should be like a John Mayer song. Do you think that he made it his own? Did he I take hate that, that. I hate that phrase, he Casey. He made it his own. The song was great as it was, Casey. Mm-hmm. Nobody needed to make it their own. <laughs> it was what it was because it was best when Bruce Springsteen did the song to begin with. Okay, so Kevin, that is a definite. Add that to the Kendall and Casey Spotify playlist, okay? Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, the I'm on Fire music video is the best video of the 1980s. It is so awesome. Mm-hmm. He meets that woman. Mm-hmm. He's working on her car. Mm-hmm. He's in love with that woman. He decides he's going to just deliver the car 
to her on his own. He's going to drive with no way to get home. He's going to drive up to her house, which is way up in the hills. He's going to walk up to the door. He's going to tell her that he loves her. He doesn't care that he's she's with the other guy, that they're meant to be together. And then he gets to the door. He's going to ring the doorbell. Mm-hmm. He looks up in the window. He sees the silhouette. He can't do it. He drops the keys in the mailbox and just <sighs> walks away, just oh. shaking his head. In, John Mayer has never experienced that ever. <laughs> Was that based on a true story? I, I mean, doesn't matter, Kevin. It's my reality. <laughs> All right, uh, somebody. Go, we've had uh, quite a lengthy discussion the last couple of days about uh, the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. uh, somebody wanted to uh, to weigh in on that. Loving the show. I really like your guys' take on on things. I, I like the conversation you've been having about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. And, Rob, I completely agree with you that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is for rock and roll artists. So, having said that, I don't want to be the but-actually guy. Uh-oh. But I did want to say, though, that Kevin was absolutely right yesterday when you mentioned that the actual term of rock and roll generally is used in a more narrow sense than people tend to use it in. Um, Rock and roll, most historians would say that it's defined by the early days of rock and roll when Alan Freed first Mm -hmm. coined the term, and the early rock and roll days like Bill Haley and the Comets, Buddy Holly, Everly Brothers, and even up through Elvis. Um, We usually use the the term rock to kind of define other genres like psychedelic rock, folk rock, prog rock, corporate rock, glam rock, all that stuff that kind of stems from rock and roll in the early days. Again, not saying you're wrong, Rob, in calling all things rock and roll because we do generally use that term in society to define all of it. But um, again, Kevin is kind of right, too, that uh, most historians would use rock and roll as the term just for that early days. It's true. So I think you could change the name of it to the Contemporary Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because Why do like, you have to ruin everything? I, I know rock and roll sounds cool, but there hasn't been a real rock and roll artist in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in years. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> Just leave it be. We all know what rock and roll is. We all know what they're talking about. We all know what's supposed to be in there. You know what's supposed to be in there? Warren Zevon's supposed to be in there. Boston is supposed to be in there. Foreigner is supposed to be in there. Sticks is supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. Kevin Cronin and Mario <laughs> Speedwagon is supposed to be in there. <laughs> but not Missy Elliott no. and Willie Nelson. Eminem, no. Willie Nelson, no. Dolly Parton, no. You could make the argument that those artists have the rock and roll attitude, mm, though. They could good. be influenced And the by rock that. and roll clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so probably a good time for this one. Remember the guy who called the other day was very concerned about my blood pressure? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. We got a, another call about that. Good morning, Casey and Rob. Casey, I'm concerned. <laughs> I was listening to the show yesterday about Rob's blood pressure not going up when he's like a dive bomber <laughs> heading on a target whenever we start talking about our fine governor and Todd Young and our Republicans of Indiana. Man, if his blood pressure does not go up, then, Rob, you need to be auditioning for Yellowstone or Law and Order Special Victims (laughs) because you're not reaching your full potential. (laughs) 
Have you had it checked recently? Well, here's the, uh, you're this, good. This is what we you're try good. to tell people. Yeah. I, I, away from this show, <laughs> and Casey and Kevin can both confirm this, mm-hmm. am just mm-hmm. the nicest, most calmest guy. You were very pleasant yesterday in the mentoring session. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit oh. later with you with, swirling oh. your wine oh, like man. you were at a upscale cabaret you know somewhere. Uh, okay, we'll talk about it later. And the that's, point is... That's fine. I, that's fine. I get... All of my stuff out between nine and noon. Mm -hmm. And then, so like when I would go to the doctor to do my checkup, I'm You're good. It all gets out. I have a... It's an immense ability to, you know, just regulate myself. Mm-hmm. Lucky for Kevin and I that you get it all out between nine and noon. <laughs> yeah, it makes us feel like therapists right. sometimes. Uh, all right, one more call. Somebody, uh, of course, Abdul announcing that he's running for mayor of mm-hmm. uh, city of Indianapolis, and somebody called about that. You guys love your show. I just heard that uh, Abdul is going to run for the mayor in the primary, where do I go to donate some money for his campaign? Mm. I went online and couldn't find anything. Could you tell us on your show where to donate some money? Because I would love to. I would love to see him as our mayor. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Very nice. So I think our rule, Casey, is Mm going to be if you're willing to come on this show Mm -hmm. and you're willing to talk about your vision for the city of Indianapolis, and this will apply for every person running, Boss Hogsett, Mm -hmm. Shackelford, Mm -hmm. uh, Abdul has challengers on the Republican side, we will give your website if you're willing to come on the show. Does that sound fair? Reasonable to me. Absolutely. So that way we're not being biased for or against anyone right. or whatever. If you come on and answer our questions, we will give your website out. So I know Abdul has Republican challengers. They're welcome to. Uh, I believe it's Abdul4, the number 4, Indy.com yep. is his website. And that offer applies to any candidate who will come on. We will give your website out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And good luck to him. I hope he slows down just a little. A lot of people say he talks really fast. Oh, yeah. And he does. Yeah. So, Abdul... Just slow down just a little. We want to hear what you have to say. Hammer's up next. Yeah, and it's great you're giving him advice. I'm sure he's going to just, just Get take right that on to heart. It. Yeah. I think he will because he's followed some of my other advice. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Every day it's a getting closer. Hey, there it is. Going faster than a roller Good morning, 1045. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer's in the studio. All right, Hammer, I got a question for you. I asked Rob this earlier. Uh, weekend plans. So you got the Pacers tonight. Tickets start at $11. It's the cheapest tickets in the NBA. Weird Al is playing in Nashville, Indiana. Done. $100 tickets. Yeah, done. I'm, I'm there. Monster Jam at Lucas Oil tomorrow and Sunday, fifteen dollars. Used to take my kids all the time when they were younger. They used to have the little Monster Jam trucks and yeah. cars, and it's fun. It is. I think that that may be the one, the Monster Jam, because that's like a show. Have you ever been? I have been. Yeah, I just used to take my kids all the time, and I've been to Weird Al too, and I saw him up at Ball State, and. Again, show. It's costume changes. Yeah. It's imagery. It's a full band. Um, you got to yeah. pick Weird Al. I already told you this. 
It's not even close. Because you have other Pacer games to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long season. They're not quite at the All-Star break yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Pacers are entertaining. It was a fun game last night. Halliburton's back. But of these options right now, mm-hmm. the other two you mentioned are only coming here once a year. Yeah. So I think that weighs into the decision-making. Yeah. But I okay. love the Pacers, though. You know me. I go all the time. Here is the only beef I had with Weird Al is I felt like, and this was years ago, I was in college. I saw him at... I don't know. Maybe it was the Marah. Maybe. No, Marah doesn't have a second floor, does it? The clues. Maybe it was clues. I don't know. Does Marah have a balcony? the Egyptian room. Maybe that's where it was. I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, He did a bunch of the famous songs like in a medley. Oh, no. And I felt like I kind of got ripped off. That I didn't get a full, I think it was like Eat It was not in the full version. Yes. He had some new album that was out. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, that was my only beef. But Hammer's right, though. That's the most. I got classic Weird Al. I got all the hits, you know, the costume changes. And I was really impressed. I didn't expect it to be like, you know, Lady Gaga changing costumes every song. And he's actually a great musician. That's Rob, the thing about Weird Al. You said that you don't uh, think that musicians should be changing costumes when no, they're in well, concert. Well, Weird Al is a parody act. <laughs> I'm not going for some deep inner meaning. Or weird, Eat It is not one of my favorite songs. <laughs> you know? You're going to be entertained. Have some fun. Look, when Rod Stewart does Downtown Train or <laughs> Handbags and Glad Rags, it did take away a little of the sentimentality based on the fact that every third song he's coming out in a different sequence suit. You know, but Weird Al, I can't expect him to be in the fat suit when he does fat. Yeah, okay. When he does eat it, sure. But that's a great lineup of stuff that's happening around the right. area. Yeah. That's solid. i just like to point out that there's something else that happens at Lucas Oil Stadium besides the Colts. This weekend? Well, oh, yeah, no, oh, the, no, you're saying that, okay, the, yeah. yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. And usually when the FFA kids come here, they have like a big, massive, like, country artist concert at Lucas yeah. Oil Stadium as well. Like, in the past, it's been like Alan Jackson, I think Garth mm-hmm. Brooks did one year, and it's like invite only for the FFA kids and their families. All right, uh, you've got something for us today. Man, let's have some fun. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's have some it. fun. It's Friday. It's okay. Beer Sample Friday, and I want to give the people what they want. We do a little segment on our show in the afternoons called... Sing along with me. Yeah, that's great. Because, Kevin, I know you're an accomplished musician, mm-hmm. but I think we'll all agree I've got the voice of an angel. Yeah, true. So <laughs> here's how it's going to work. Uh, I'm going to start singing a popular song, oh. singing over the top of it. When I stop, and we're going to go around the horn here, it will be your jobs to get the next line of that uh, song. Okay, sure. All right, so Casey, we're going to start with you first. Of course. Okay. Ladies first. S- ladies first. Mm-hmm. Kevin, hit me. Tonight, I don't want to let you go till you see the light. Take me home tonight, listen, honey, just like Roddy said. Casey! Be my little baby. Yeah! Woo! Be my little baby. There we go. Now we're cooking. Woo! All right. One for one. Let's see if Kevin, again, the only accomplished musician <laughs> in this room, can get this next one. Josie's on a vacation far away Come around and talk it over So many things that I want to say You know I like my girls a little bit older I just want to lose your love tonight Yeah! 
I'm not, I'm not a big 80s guy, but I at least kind of do the hook. I, I've, just, I've just bought my concert tickets for Uno Gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was also not my best performance. So <laughs> kind of put on the spot, but. It's a win. It's a win. <laughs> Good enough. Two for two, and now the pressure comes I'll down to I'll probably get some deep cut Ooh. from Rat or something. I hope so. You're a fan of deep cuts. <laughs> All right. Let's see if Rob Kendall can make this three for three. I'm long, and I'm strong, and I'm down to get friction on. So, ladies, ladies, if you want to roll my Mercedes, turn around, stick it out, even Casey's got the shout. My Anaconda don't want. No, no, unless you got. God bless America. That's a terrible song to have to sing along with. Baby got back. It's Baby got back. How do you know that? I was not done. My Anaconda. Were clearly stated. The next line of the song. I was song. singing the song. That's the famous line. My anaconda don't want it's a line in the song. Fun, but that's Baby not the next back. part of the song. You're such a disappointment to everyone. God, I hate you. I hate your face. I hate your family. I hate everything about you. You're mad at me. Except for was... your dad, because I love your dad. I was having fun singing the song. You did great, Rob. Oh, stop justifying this. You're part of the problem. Yeah. You're an enabler. You know who you are? You're the parents at the end of uh, Step Brothers. That's who you are right now. You're mad at me because I was having some fun singing what everybody recognizes as the main part of the... That is no, the one... people recognize the name of the damn song, which, which was, was the next to. line. But that wasn't next. How you doing, Kevin? You good? How's the participation oh, yeah, yeah. trophy treating you, Rob? Why must I always be a failure to you? For 20 years now. Well, stop failing and maybe you won't be a failure anymore. I'm sorry for having fun and singing along with the song and... I, oh, let's just make up our own rules then. That's hey. a line in the song! Hey, Amber. let's start singing Push It by Salt and Peppa because I was getting to the next line. God, I hate everything about you. There's only one way we can make this up. Oh, no. A big group version. Are going to suck on chili dogs? Oh, God, no. <laughs> because every time we play that song, I get that stuck in my head all afternoon. <laughs> suck it on, chili dogs. Suck it suck on, chili dogs. <laughs> All right, so okay. if you don't get this next this one the right, group, group I'm storming out of the studio. <laughs> and if you're in your car, if you're at work, <laughs> wherever you're at, please join us. Kevin. Hands. Everybody, come on. Touching hands. Casey, get over here. Reaching out. Touching me. Touching you. There we go. <laughs> Woo, did we redeem ourselves? Yes, much you legit better. legit threw a stapler, dude. I wanted to throw it at you. <laughs> Rob Kendall was injured on the job. <laughs> yeah, he stapled Rob in the forehead. By the way, can I mention, like, I came in studio today, <laughs> and I made a very classy um, genitalia joke, and everybody in the room laughed but Rob. Well, I'm sorry. I was pretty preoccupied. I was fighting with Jim Lucas on Facebook because he refuses to give us what the plan is for property taxes. And then, should I just read this correspondence? Would this be good? Because I was literally concerned for your health because you're normally the first one to laugh at a crank joke. He Okay, so this... <laughs> So this guy is obsessed with being on Facebook and people seeing him on Facebook. Yeah, you said you were fighting with Jim Lucas. I a, thought we took his card away. It's very the odd. The sun came up today, So this, too. Is, this is a legitimate post from a state representative who makes, I guess, between sixty dollars and $70,000 a year. And I've had you both in studio, and you guys have had debates in the past. Uh, roll call. 
give a like if you can see my posts and you like what I post. A sitting state representative begging people to like his post. Trolling now, for likes. Now, hold on for one moment. Maybe is he being shadow banned or something? Like, is that an issue? He's not begging for likes. Is he like, are you actually seeing this post? Who cares? <laughs> You're a state representative. Get to work. So I commented, I'd like to know what the plan is to fix skyrocketing property taxes and assessments. Can you post about that? Uh, Did you get a reply? Oh, yes. Listen oh, to the reply. Okay. This is okay. Casey. Yeah. I've never been convicted of any crime. I've never been arrested for anything. All I do is show up and pay my taxes. I've posted several references to this, but you continue to wallow in intellectual dishonesty and ignore them. It's also sad and pathetic that you continually try to hijack my post with this issue because you can't get any traction with it on your own Facebook page, hashtag grifter. And I simply responded. I just said, uh... No need to name call. What's the plan? Simply submitting a bill is not a plan. Mm. <laughs> what? Do, you asked people to comment and respond if they could see the post. So I responded, I can see the post, but I'd like to know what's happening with the property taxes. He's off the rails. It's rocking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Friday. We've lost total control in the studio today. <laughs> Oh, it's anything can happen Friday today, kids. Put your big wow. boy pants on. I think we need to go back to that blood pressure conversation we were having earlier. Rob Kendall's blood pressure right now is somewhere from like <laughs> Volcano to Jim Irsay. And somewhere Sam Kennison is going, well done, son. Yes. Well done. Sam Kennison is telling you, dude, calm down. Right. What's up coming up this afternoon? Say it! Say it! Ah! <laughs> Abdul's going to take your calls. Uh, we've got Emma Joe Morris, Matt Barron, more. Thanks, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, hey, hey. Love like yours will surely come my way.